Welcome back to another episode of the Tourism Geographies podcast. We hope that you've been keeping well since the last episode. And looking forward to learning more about the cutting-edge research in tourism and geographies published in the journal Tourism Geographies. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to Tourism Geographies podcast season two. Today, we have a very special guest. Dr. Michael O'Regan at Glasgow Caledonian University in Scotland. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, Jayan. Happy to be here. How are you? It's very sunny and bright here in Glasgow, so I'm very, very happy. How surprising. <laughs> okay, uh, congratulations on your new book, Backpacker Culture and Mobilities, right? Yeah, Backpacker Mobilities, that's correct. So very happy to see it out, published, and hopefully well read. <laughs> Congratulations. So why did you come about with this book project and what was the background? And why backpackers? Well, I've been researching backpackers for 20 years. I, you know, I was a backpacker myself before I did my PhD. I traveled for, you know, for 14 months around the world. And then luckily enough, um, I got uh, the opportunity to do my PhD at the University of Brighton um, under Professor Peter Burns. And the topic was backpacking. So I was in the right place at the right time. And one of the first books I read was a Channel View uh, book, The Global Nomad by Greg Richards and Julie Wilson. And, you know, that was a keystone of my, I suppose, my literature review and reading. And there was a series of you know, uh, subsequent books. So the first one was 2004, the second was in 2007, or 2007, the third was 2010. But there hasn't been a book since, or an edited book since on backpacking. So, you know, 10, 13 years have passed since the last edited book from Channel View. So I decided, you know, now is the time um, to, to relook at this area once more. Interesting. But Michael, let's be honest, many tourism destinations or government authorities or even tourism uh, businesses, they often don't care about backpackers. They are more interested in this lucrative uh, target market, right? So why backpackers are important in tourism research or in general? You know, I think post-COVID, post-pandemic, you know, uh, there is a... I suppose an argument that destinations should be targeting less tourists or quality tourists. Mm-hmm. So from at least from the very top down, you know, they look at backpackers and maybe look at their physical appearance or looking at maybe the businesses they frequent and say, well, they meet our criteria of being quality. And I would say they do, you know, but maybe not in quality in terms of, you know, spending conspicuously, but, you know, they're spending much longer times at particular destinations, they're going to destinations outside the main honeypot destinations of the most visited uh, destinations. They're spending locally in local, locally owned restaurants, uh, homestays, and uh, guest houses. So if we look at quality more holistically in terms of where money is going, where money is staying, in terms of just even the sustainability of these types of travelers who know are, you know, there's less carbon, uh, there's less use of uh, private transport, they are far more sustainable than maybe those uh, quality tourists. 
who may be staying in franchise hotels like Hilton and Marriott, you know, who are frequenting maybe businesses not even owned locally or flying in on private jets. So I think, you know, backpackers can, you know, uh, open up new destinations or they will help diversify destinations, uh, going to new, new locales. So I think they have a lot of benefit, um, especially for those destinations who may be trying to diversify or trying to move away tourists from, you know, the main uh, destinations. I mean, the diversification might be the key word for me uh, about backpackers and helping these small tourism businesses, like you said, the local homestays. Um, and Michael, I know for the fact that you're, I know you're a backpacker researcher, but I also know you're a backpacker yourself, right? <laughs> and I also know you just came back from rural Cambodia, um, backpacking around Cambodia. Um, so would you say you were a sustainable traveler in Cambodia while backpacking? That's true. And you know, I'm accustomed to older backpackers and sometimes backpacker researchers forget about, you know, maybe those older backpackers. And of mm -hmm. course, you know, going back to the last point, you know, Backpacking is also a way for young people to get to know the world and to interact with new cultures and people. And we, you know, forget about the educational, uh, intercultural, I suppose, advantages of this type of travel. Because you know, even while I was in Cambodia, you know, I was going overland. I wasn't, you know, flying from city to city using low-cost airlines. I was staying in, you know, more value type of accommodation. You know, often who don't have really kind of the resources or the money to you know build into a three-star or four-star hotel you know in Pompeii I stayed in a you know in a university a training uh, guest house so again it was interacting with students where they're learning the you know I suppose the business of you know hospitality and tourism and you know eating in local restaurants um, you know all these are I think are important and it's it means of course a little bit more friction a little bit more work on my side because I have to find these places or I have to travel maybe outside the, the core uh, city centers or I have to deal with you know tuk-tuk drivers and taxi drivers or getting directions uh, etc but you know that's all part of the fun for for backpackers who you know who learn these skills as they you know gain competence over time and space because when you think about backpackers you know these people travel for you know up to six months up to seven months up to a year but I suppose this book tries to, I suppose, update our understanding of backpackers since the last edit of the book in, you know, 2010. Mm. So I think that that's why, you know, this book is important at this point. Oh, fascinating. Microsoft, um, what's the kind of broad theory and uh, methodology behind this book? Well, this is kind of an edited uh, book. So there are 12 chapters and they come from, you know, from others across the globe. You know, they look at Israeli family backpacking in India. They look at Indonesian backpackers, you know, um, Chinese backpackers, uh, backpackers around, you know, South America. Um, so, again, different contexts, but they all primarily use the mobile methods. And I think, you know, if you look at a lot of research now, we're doing desk research, we're doing all sorts of systematic and uh, reviews. But backpacking is something we really have to go out there as a researcher and, you know, blend in, move from place to place. It could be multi-site ethnographic work, it could be new mobile methods, which I we have a great chapter from Australia, 
where they've you know introduced or applied this type of method to travel along with or going along with other uh, backpackers and i think that's i think that was a key you know i suppose um point for this book our key, a key strength for this book is that yeah we can go back to those maybe mobile methods which are i suppose more suitable to research backpacking but so a lot of researchers a lot of the authors bring in mobilities and mobilities research as a key cornerstone or foundation for their papers as well because these are people on the move but they're also along with the physical movement there's a movement of ideas as capital there's a movement of material things and intangible things as well so movement and mobility is a key you know theoretical cornerstone of the book really interesting so what are the key takeaways for the audience i think the key takeaways that backpackers are still out there you know they still exist or you know it could be in a hostel someplace and you know in peru or in a guest house in nepal and they are a valuable i suppose part of travel and tourism um it's a valuable type of travel that destinations shouldn't forego or forget about it's a type of travel that you know is i think easily forgotten and easily misrepresented as well because this word backpacking or backpacker has been you know been overused in in some ways you know to indicate anyone who is carrying a backpack or anyone traveling independently but within backpacking they have their own values um, that you know are related to diy do-it-yourself travel related to uh, subcultural capital you know so they see value in things that maybe other tourists don't see value in and you know for some of us that's maybe the, the lowest price but it's often about you know unique experiences it's about authenticity it's about um, interacting with local people and i think it's we easily represent what backpackers are and forget what backpackers actually value um, so i think it's trying to recenter our understanding of uh, backpacking without you know living in the past or living in with nostalgia so it's trying to bring it up to date and you know lots of the chapters bring in uh, technology and how backpackers are using technology today or you know what what has instagram and other tools or how have they changed backpacking how hostels have changed you know uh, in recent years as new franchises come in so we're trying to bring it up to date as well as well as bringing those people who research backpacking trying to give them a foundation for future research as well and i think that's important so just as the 2004 book is really was really important for my phd and my research you know we hope uh, this book uh, 2023 is also helpful for current and future backpacker researchers as well thank you so much michael um audiences out there listening to us if you go to google.com you can type backpacker culture and mobilities michael oregon then you can easily find the book if you're interested in reading it and, and michael before you go do you have any interesting backpacking backpacker project coming coming up soon or anything to share with us for as a heads up well there's there's a related uh, special issue on let's say alternative mobilities radical mobilities uh, coming out soon in uh, the european anthropology anthropological journal and hopefully we're going to get a 
I suppose, a online seminar about the book and about backpacking research over the next couple of months. So that's going to, to be interesting. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your very thoughtful insights about backpacking and backpacker research. Thank you so much, everyone. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Tourism Geographies podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and we look forward to seeing you again in the next episode. Should you have any ideas, questions, or comments that you'd like to feed through to the production team of the Tourism Geographies podcast, please feel free to make contact with one of us. Or perhaps you yourself might be engaging in tourism research that suits the aim of the podcast. If you do, please drop us a line and let us know. To find out more about Tourism Geographies, the genre, you can go to Google and type in Tourism Geographies and soon enough you'll be directed to the genre website. Until next time, take care, safe travels and stay tuned.